Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raised a bar and lowered the tone all things FPL related. In a week marred by frustration at British politics, FPL managers thought they could retreat nice and safely to the FPL bubble. Only to be turned away at the pearly gates and forced to endure a weekend where some of the most highly owned FPL assets delivered the most meagre ass of points. There is, of course exceptions to what i've just said one in particular that man was not turned away at the pearly gates that man in fact dismissed rumors that he and his ginger brethren did not have souls he's mr kdb his returns this week were purely a godsend there's also the slight matter of a liverpool blank fixture to deal with and talking to shooting blanks he's my podcast partner in crime shame how getting on my friend Good, yeah. I'm shooting blanks because I play centre-back. Hey-o. That's the only reason I shoot blanks. Mm. Although you should have seen me in the like pre-match warm-up on Sunday. I Pretty much every shot I took was like miles over the bar. <laughs> and I was told, just just stop shooting. Yeah, you're, Well, I mean, that's the centre-back shot. Yeah, I just know? said I was, I'm just clearing the ball. Practicing clearing the ball. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. And I mean, last week I set you up with that huge dong joke. So this week I'm going to bring you right back down. Yeah, that's what well, I do. You know, it's, I'm going to say it's a blood flow issue. <laughs> Fair enough, exactly, a blood flow issue, I'll accept that And speaking of blood flow issues, how was the blood flow in your FPL team this week? The blood drained right out of my face <laughs> First red arrow in seven So after six consecutive greens, I uh, came back down to earth with a, uh, a red And that kind of puts me back to where I was two weeks ago mm. Pre-game week, uh, so I guess at the end of game week 14 How does it feel to be back down on the ground in you know the real world? Eh, it's not too bad. I mean, I'm still, like, I'm in the top. If I'm going to get a red arrow, I'm, it's not too bad to get, like, an 80k red arrow. I'm My new OR is uh, 734k. It looks like just using LiveScore.net to kind of project where these are coming from because literally the Crystal Palace Brighton game has just finished. An FPL hangover first, by the way. What is? Where we began recording before a match had ended, before the game week had completely ended. Yeah, but, like, literally... While you're doing your intro, I think they blew the final. But whistle. it's important, James, yeah, to mark these little things. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, that was a bit frustrating with that um, Zaha goal yeah. because uh, that knocked me down about thirty k places, uh, which is a shame. But I mean, that Ryan it knocked off Ryan's clean sheet, like you were kind of saying earlier. I didn't really think of it that way, and some people might have had dunk. So yeah, and Ryan highly more highly owned than Zaha. I think seventeen point odd percent, and Zaha was what twelve point eight when we looked. At yeah, we reckon he was like twelve percent or something like that. So probably works out better in the long run. Yeah, I don't know. We're just imagining things, but uh, I'm not over... sure what way the bonus points have fallen in that game just yet. But that's what I can say. It's it, it was about thirty k further off my rank. I had big plans for that. So my plan is, Seamus, was we we're going to start recording about an hour ago, and it was like we start recording at the start of the match. We give our ranks, and then we get to update them live at the end of the episode and I was really buzzed about that and then time got away from us so that was just yeah yeah well I was also <laughs> delayed like it's, just, it's that time of the year where we're discussing when we could pod and yeah. you know it's going to be hard to fit in these pods so we'll get one in here for this week and then we'll don't worry folks we'll be here next Monday as well I reckon and uh, preview oh. the double game week uh, over Christmas there's at least another two episodes in us so you know yeah, hold, this hang year. on to your knickers lads yeah no we'll get there but yeah, my uh, just to get back to my uh, score this week, 55 points, uh, Captain Vardy, which most people did. Uh, what hurt my rank, I guess, the most was the kind of an old school kind of template team. 
that did well this year. Like uh, if you started this off week. this se- or this week, but if you start off this season with Salah, De Bruyne, or in the early part of the season with these kind of players, they all kind of came through this week. Pukki scored. It was one of those game weeks where you're going to have everyone singing about the virtues of patience at the end of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh look, I've had Pukki sitting on my team for. 18 game weeks and now he's delivered 9 points sir yeah he's been doing okay in my draft team the last yeah. couple of weeks um, I'm hearing more of ghost ships killing me <laughs> as opposed to people hanging on to Salah and KDB and yeah. it's and more like oh fuck it was the people who uh, so this was the first week of the cup mm. and the qualifying round was last week and we both got through is that right? But the teams that did well last uh, week were a lot of, as we call them, ghost ships or dead teams because it would have been people who just left the armband on Salah. And Salah did like, what, 12, 13 points last week. Yeah. And he's followed up with, uh, what was it, 16-pointer? No, 16-pointer? Yeah, it was 16 points last yeah. week. Yeah, it was because it was 32 double for a few people that I saw this week. But no, not for me. I stuck with Friday. Didn't even have Salah. I had Mane, who had a goal ruled out, disallowed um, for VAR. Uh, in real time, it looked like he was offside. Then they showed VAR, and it looked like he was onside. And then the VAR showed a line that showed him offside. So I believe you were unlucky in a couple of uh, goal incidents this week. Yeah, uh, the many one. Uh, if it's offside, it's offside. That's fine. When you see the replay in real time, you go, "Oh, he's offside." But then, you know, when they pull up the thing and they start drawing the lines, whatever angle they showed that at made it look like he was onside. To be honest with you, I only found out. I watched the Liverpool uh, match, and I only found out about this like way after it was all over. <laughs> I, was I like, turned oh, it okay. off five minutes before the end. So I, I just thought Salah had scored the one goal. It's like, okay, that's not too bad. Manny with an assist. And then I saw he'd scored like the last minute of the game because Origi can't shoot for shit. Yeah. Now it was a nice improvised finish, but uh, well done to anyone who kept them. But I'm still like Manny was so threatening, could have had a goal and like he could have had an assist for Origi, you know, for that one as well. And Salah might have been involved the second assist. So yeah, I'm just going to, I'm happy to stick with one Liverpool attacker. And there's questions about that because as you mentioned, there's upcoming blanks. But look, I'm oh God, I'm going to write this wrong way. Let's Mind go through my is, team real quick. Mine's buzzing, Seamus. I yeah. don't blame you. Team, a... team real quick. So Henderson and goal, six points. Lundstrom with 11 for a, an assist. Uh, Sionchu did nothing. Uh, Trent with a clean sheet. So my defense did quite well um, for the first time in a while. Mount and Tielemans in midfield continue to disappoint. Mane with the assist. Uh, Son with a blank. Ings, very unlucky with a blank. Could have had a rake of goals. I think that's what you were probably referring to earlier. Oh, yeah. Jimenez assist and Captain Verdi. So, mm. 55 points. I'm now standing on uh, 936 points overall. Um, the average, I think, I wrote down here was 54. But I think it's updated. It's close to 60 now, is it? Yeah, it's up to, it's up to the near the 60 mark. Very high average this week, would you say? Yeah. 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 Um, but look, people scored. You know, people. a lot of people had Verdi. A lot of people had Mane. Double Liverpool defence is probably in a lot of teams still. Sunderland defence. To be honest Burnley with you, kept the clean sheets. Two, like Saturday evening, I didn't think the score would be this high. I mean, I, like, I know De Bruyne is still heavily owned. I know maybe not so much in the bubble that is FPL Twitter, but yeah. in general, he's still a highly owned player. Even Sterling got 10. Yeah, exactly. There was still player, there was players with highly high owned <laughs> percentages floating around the place that did, that did deliver this week. And there was also a couple of clean sheets. Yeah. Now, before we get into that, well, you might as well talk about my Yeah, team. I was going to ask. You had a much better... Get, tell the, the folks at home what your score was. So you had a much better week. I did, I did. I got a nice bit of a lead up, up on you because you've been clawing it back for the last couple of weeks and I was kind of really hoping to push away a bit. I think it was 69 in the end. When I say I think, it was definitely 69. 
giggity. And uh, yeah, that pushed me up the guts of 100k, according to live fixtures as we speak. Yeah, so I went from like 480 up to 380k. So now I'm, yeah, I'm in, I'm inside in the, the fours. It's still not as high as I've been this season. Striking distance. Striking distance, you yeah. know. But You're it, in touch of where you want to be. It put me back on top of the mini league yeah. uh, that we're in. That's really, did it? it did. And is that your first time being top of the mini league in the last few months? No, that's my first time in a week. I've been on top of the Tiger League for how many weeks, Seamus? I don't know. I thought Steve was top last week. Yeah, for one week. I've okay. been on top for like months before that. Oh. <laughs> so I'm back on top. Which oh, is, uh, okay. And I'm happy. I can't believe you don't even notice that. It's because we're all doing so crap compared to most seasons. Usually there's like a few of us in the top 50, 100K at least. Oh, and uh, like just to see all of us struggle. It's actually good because it makes it so competitive. Like at one stage this week before like the Man City game, I think there was like five points separating like four five managers or something like that yeah. it was, it's very close so I mean um, not to beat a dead I horse. can't keep track of it Steve gave out yeah. to us last week because we didn't mention that he was top of the league so there's your shout out Steve one week only <laughs> one, one hit one <laughs> one week too late yeah but no I'm back on that so my week is you know it's all fucking green arrows baby I'm happy with it I can't complain uh, but I will ask you Seamus you know you seem a tad down on the on the red arrow this week, not to you know, I don't I don't fault you on that. I mean, you've had six seven in a row, so it's going to be a bit of a smash down to reality. But like, what was your high point this week? You know? uh, my high point this week was the Grealish. 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 Why did I say Grealish? Why I said, did you say Grealish? I don't know because I don't call him Grealish. Other podcasts I've listened to call him Grealish. I've heard one stat being a thing and that's yeah. what I was laughing. I heard something and I was like, I can't believe I just said it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Grealish uh, missing. Um, his That's penalty. a highlight, you better. Because I only found out about it afterwards. Because that was like going to be a double clean sheet wipeout. And that might have even affected Lundstrom's uh, bonus points and everything like that. Oh, yeah. And great Grealish. Oh, Jeez, like now it's in my head. Grealish is a player I'm definitely getting in this game week 18. So, spoiler alert, that's going to be my transfer. Hasn't haven't made it yet. But um, he's definitely coming in this week. Um, the back of like a couple of nice fixtures coming up. And but you definitely weren't happy to see him mess at the weekend. He, I hate seeing a pair score just before I get them in. I yeah. don't know why it should be the opposite. It should be like, oh, players hitting form, let's get him in. But I don't know if he scored that. I think everyone's going to get him in anyway. But a double clean sheet. Yeah. That's the, that was the main part. Because I didn't have a great week. So if you take away that double clean sheet, that's at least eight points. I would have lost. Uh, maybe even more because it could have affected lunchtime's bonus points, and that would have been a score like down in like forty-seven, and that's that's much worse. <laughs> yeah, that is much worse. Well, I tell you what, my highlight was, Seamus. It was your highlight. My highlight. And you know me, I like to find the little stories within stories. And I think that's what makes the game great. And this week, Robertson coming on Die. and not getting a clean sheet made my fucking day. Like, how can you even write that? Liverpool get their first two clean sheets. Well, I know it's not the first, but two clean sheets in a row after a God knows how long series yeah. of blanks. And if you had kept the patience with a Liverpool double up, i.e. the two wingbacks or the two fullbacks, you're still not rewarded. I love that shit. That's crazy. This is like perfect. Same thing. Came on. Not enough time to keep his clean sheet. Lucky he didn't deliver an attack in return because he came close on a couple of occasions. Mm. But uh, yeah, that was my highlight. I was like, oh, this is just... You just... just mwah, mwah. That's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. I, uh, I was happy to see it because after last week when Trent came on, for one point, and he played like 55 minutes, and I guess like if you include all the injury time, you're like, come on, they've definitely played 60 minutes. <laughs> but that doesn't come into, that's not factored into it. But yeah, to see Robertson, I was like, there you go. Yep. That, we, we had that last week. So Stick yeah, that that's pipe. a nice, yeah, that's I like that high point. That was good. I, I did notice it at the time, and I was like, yeah, because I was like, Kelly will come off people's benches, and people have Kelly. And now 
Kelly actually didn't keep a clean sheet tonight anyway, as it turned out. Big but shot. I'm sure there's teams out there with Rico on their bench that weren't expecting Rico to uh, keep a clean sheet. No, but I think, to be fair, me included, a lot of people had Rico as their kind of bottom bitch sub. Yeah, I think the ones to be the most pissed off is those with Lundstrom sitting as their first sub. And that's a man that I saw many, on many a bench this weekend. Really? Yeah. Now, to be fair, a lot of these benches had maybe uh, Henderson and goals. So mm. they were just kind of trying to maybe take a step back in the clean sheet. But why you'd ever bench a an attacking midfielder who's classified as a defender in the run of form that they're in, even if it had been dried up for a few weeks, it's still... It's still a bit beyond me. Yeah, I think people see the price and they go, look, I got him at 4.0. Or they might even still see him as 4.5 because that's what they might be able to sell him for yeah. if he's 5 million or whatever. Or or maybe they just see him as a 5 million player. But like, you should be seeing him as work 5. Yeah, you should definitely be seeing him as a 5 to 6 million work player. Because he's a midfielder. There's another sting in the tail of Lundstrom. I guarantee you, by the end of the season, you're going to start seeing him taken off after the 60-minute mark. And he's going to rack up a couple of clean sheets that he maybe shouldn't have get got. You know? Yeah, maybe. I haven't seen him uh, being rotated a whole start lot at all. Start of the year. Start of the year. Uh, when you obviously your man, the manager's trying to find a bit of you know a bit of kind of what team he wants to play with. Lundstrom was the one that he sacrificed for that mm. kind of attack and impetus, and that's been like gladly that's not been the case like since maybe game week four. Yeah. But it's something that I I can see happening again. You know. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm very happy to keep him. I don't see myself removing him all season. He's going to be like. Juan Basaka was last year. Yeah. You know, he's just one of those players. Just got on him early, happy to keep him. He'll be a 38-game week player. But that's our high points, James. <laughs> what, a, what a low point. What dragged low, you down this week? That's an easy one. It was um, a game. I said both my high point and my low point were games I wasn't watching and wasn't aware of. So it was only after the fact that I found out about Grealish's penalty miss. Grealish. Mm. Oh, my God. He's penalty I miss. Bad. I can't even edit this out. I actually want to now, but yeah. it's too late. Yeah, it's I, like oh fuck. Yeah, I need now. to like edit something in my mind. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that, so I only found it afterwards. And it was then I was like, oh my god. If you were so from lucky. like proper rural Ireland, I'd forgive you, Grealish. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I'd be like, Grand. He's, sound, he's saying it like that's that's a badass. You can yeah. say it like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Grealish. And uh, yeah, my high point was a game I didn't see either. I was out home Don't. visiting Man when the Man City Arsenal game was on. And uh, the one player I didn't want anything to do was KDB. And to a lesser extent, Sterling. But mostly KDB because I'd caught up to with, to be within uh, something like seven points of you. And mm. the only player you had left to play was KDB. So I was like, okay, they're probably going to smash Arsenal because Arsenal are muck, yeah. you know. But yeah, hopefully KDB is just right. Blank, you'd seen yeah. Mousset blank for me. You'd yeah. seen my, the players I had left yeah. all fall by the way. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I wasn't going to pay attention to the match I turned off match alerts on my phone so I would be distracted so I'll just check it at the end and be like quick and painless like a band-aid and then what I didn't do was like put my phone on do not disturb and <laughs> I have an Apple watch so notifications took my watch so then got a vibration on my watch looked at my watch and it was our friend Steve again going oh my god that would have been an amazing hat-trick goal for KDB and I was like god fucking damn it he's on two goals already didn't know he had an assist I had to check the phone immediately he was like oh great he's on two goals and assist <laughs> Probably Max Bones. I was like, oh my you were, god. You were very quiet yeah. in the chat. Oh, this, this, well, I was out, as I said, I was out home visiting, but I was very quiet out home. Parents <laughs> were talking to my wife, everyone was having a chat, and I was like, why is Seamus being so quiet all of a sudden? Because like, he checked his phone yeah, or his watch. Work, work. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. He's stressed at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this could be considered worse. So that was definitely my low point. Um, that's all I wanted was get. Why does KDB have to do it? Why couldn't it have been just Jesus banging two I goals? think now is the perfect time, Seamus, to introduce. This episode's probably the one and only time it's going to have this segment, but you're welcome to bear witness to Jer's weekly stat. 
<laughs> Guess what stat I've prepared for you, Seamus? Something about KDB. It is something about KDB. You're bang on the money. Uh, since you got him out in game week 13, would you care to guess how many points KDB has gotten? Oh, I don't know, because he scored four goals and got an assist in that time as well. So, like, that's like a load of points already. And he's got bones in those as well. So You're sandbagging me. How many? <laughs> how many? How many? I don't know. KDB. 40? Has got 40. Boom. You actually hit yeah. the nail <laughs> 40 points since you transferred him out in game week 13. Now, you know me. I don't like to look back at numbers. It confuses me. And I actually made a mistake. When I was writing it down, I went, that's nine points per game week. Fuck you, Seamus. And I went, oh, that's actually eight points. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so glad I didn't read that out on air. Yeah. Eight points, Seamus. No, I know. I mean, as soon as I got rid of because he'd done nothing really before that. As When I say nothing, he was just kind of playing deeper. And then all of a sudden in the game... I got rid of him. He scored. Uh, that was the uh, Newcastle game. Yeah, he just been getting forward a whole lot more. But even those, like I can, of the goals he scored, the two goals that he got in this game, now excluding the assists, because he's always liable for assists. Assists. But what does he normally finish up a season on? Like eight goals, twenty assists. Yes. So how the eight fuck goals. was that? And he was on like two <laughs> goals or something like before that, or maybe even three. I wasn't expecting to score four goals in five weeks when he'd been taking kind of low quality shots uh, before that. So, I mean, yeah, to, to see him just get four goals. And, they're, like, the two goals in this game were low, low XG They were amazing goals. goals. I, feel, I hate to goal, say low XG, but it should be they were absolutely yeah, world-class goals. Because the <laughs> more I see that first goal, the more I go, that's not an easy chance to take at all. That's bouncing at an awkward height. You know, it's he's hitting it first time. Any other player in the Premier League takes a touch there, and then all of a sudden the chance is, ooh, can he get a pass to defender? But he hits a first time like a boss, After. sticks it. After he scored that first goal, I went on to explain to herself indoors exactly how I know how hard that shot is. Her over there. Her over there in the corner <laughs> room. How hard that shot is by telling her I play FIFA. I was like, yeah. that ball is bouncing, okay? I was like, you're hitting that first time. It's skidding across the box. You're blazing that over the bar in FIFA. Yeah. Unless you're KDB and you're fucking rifling it into the Yeah, and that's head. just FIFA. In real life, that's like... I think most Premier League players are blazing that over the bar. I think most are taking a touch. To even have the confidence to go, I'm going to stick this and then actually do it is great. All I wanted going into that uh, Man City Arsenal game was one KDB return. He had two goals and assists inside in 29 minutes. Yeah. And I was just, I just couldn't. I mean, I don't know how that didn't make my highlight at all. Yeah, week. well, I liked your highlight, but yeah, yeah. that's well, definitely, maybe you knew it was going to be my low light because that was, that was a bit of mental torture for me. Before that game, before that game, I was on a 100k green arrow and then all of a sudden I was on a 50k red. <laughs> I will tell you my low light, Seamus. And I, only for I've already, you know, rubbed a lot of salt in that wound my low light was going to be a second highlight and that was going to be KDV but I got to you know spew my own bullshit on that there <laughs> long enough so my only low light and it was a pretty I'm pretty as I said happy with this game because you know and personally I know 69 is not the highest but you know it did a lot of things I needed to do in my own personal mini leagues and, and all that shit so I'm happy as fuck with it but my low light if I had to have one and that would be what I've already mentioned Rico sitting uh, you know with a clean sheet in my bench seems to be something that I don't know when the last episode that we did where neither of us had a defender on the bench with a clean sheet. Even this week, I was going to have a defender on the bench with a clean sheet well, for uh, for Fredericks. Oh. Then I realised I transferred him out. <laughs> not only did I not even have him on the bench, I actually sold the guy. But who who thought West Ham would keep a clean sheet in this one? Who were they playing? West Ham? Oh, uh, well, no, fair enough. I could see against Southampton they might keep a clean sheet. 
But well, with their track record, I don't blame anyone for yeah, yeah, yeah. especially with the man that is Danny Ings. Yeah, Danny Ings, Come on, man, give me a bit he, of that. He hit the bar and I, like it just didn't go over the line. It was so unlucky. And then two minutes later. He hits the post. Now, it was given as offside, but I'm pretty certain that had that gone in and they'd brewed it off, VR might have given it because he looked onside to me. Now, it never kind of showed us the lines on the match because, look, he missed anyway. Um, but yeah, so he had hit the crossbar, hit the post in a few minutes spell. Then he wins the ball back completely fairly, sticks it in the top corner and the referee's given a foul against him. Did you was- watch this live? I watched this live. It was oh, a great game. Yeah. I was watching it going, oh my God, what has Danny Ings got to do to score here? Because like, West Ham were like seriously under the cosh. I couldn't and, watch it. I was like, I can't watch a game where all I want is one striker not to score. Oh man, you should have watched it. You would have like, really, you'd have loved it. It would have given you a heart attack. Yeah, I'd have been done. But he didn't <laughs> score, so you would have been cheering like a bastard. Yeah, it was... Because then, uh, yeah, no. It was uh, it was really unfortunate. He looks so good right now. I thought that would be your low light. No, um, that was that. Uh, at least that gave me interest in the Southampton game. I enjoyed the Southampton game. It turned out to be a pretty good game, considering it was uh, uh, just one goal in it. But like, um, Antonio but, scored another goal. It was ruled out. Antonio looked really good in that, and uh, not going to get a West Ham player in though. I'm Screwed telling out. you right now, Antonio is the definition of a future stable boy. <laughs> yeah, you, mark my words, because he's never going to fucking <laughs> win a Champions League or a, a Premier League. But I already like that guy. Yeah. Win a wrestling match. There's been seasons though. where you could have... He's a tank. tank. He's a fucking tank. Exactly. And another tank this week who delivered again. Adam Traore. Oh, I thought that was going to be your segue, segue into the drunk tank. Oh. <laughs> another tank this week. We got the... Cut, tank. cut. We'll just say it again. <laughs> uh, but Adam Traore, yeah, he ripped it up. See his goal? No. Savage goal. Yeah, a lovely goal. Um, him and his assist was quite lucky because he just gets the ball, dribbles it a step or two, lays it off to Traore. Then he kind of drags the defender with him across him and then... It, Adama Atroyer just smashes it from let's say kind of where KDB scored his second goal well, um, that rage and he just smashes it past Gazaniga and you're like whoa I didn't know Traore had that in his locker yeah no and that's as you mentioned another assist for him is that man just keeps ticking on yeah uh, a lot of people talking like more, more people of better knowledge talking about how Spurs were lucky to come away with the win against Wolves I didn't as I said didn't see it myself yeah but uh, he played well he got a he had a few shots you know this is him and as he likes to fire shots off on target I don't know how many he had in the end but I didn't watch the match on match of the day I definitely saw he had like two or three shots that were with that in mind James I'm gonna cut straight into it because I feel like if I don't do it now we'll just forget about it and we'll go into other shit but game week 18 as we've already kind of hit about at the top of the show big blanks big teams playing each other it's a bit of a fucking pain in the ass of a game week. Yeah, you ask totally. And uh, looking at that, Seamus, out of all of those fucking options, who are you taking a captain at? I know I'm putting you on the spot there. And I know you probably don't, don't use a... your free hit chip. <laughs> I've pre-prepared <laughs> what I was going to say. Uh, no, uh, only because I see people asking, like, is this a good week to use a free uh, hit chip? The fixture's so crap. I don't know why you'd want free hit. You'd be free hitting a load of mediocre players into your team. Unless um, you were absolutely boned and you happen to have six West Ham and Liverpool <laughs> players in your team, then yeah, maybe free hit. No, no. Uh, I'd never free hit. Um, in but this game, captain, like, like you captain. Look, we're talking about Jimenez. I mean, what I really want to do is just talk about the options because there's definitely going to be a question in the drunk tank. Hopefully, we'll have gotten this out of the way by the time we get to it. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm looking around. I'm looking at Spurs against Chelsea. So you got two top six teams playing each other. Mm-hmm. Leicester City. And this is with Liverpool out of it. So you've already got five of the big teams just yeah. like wiped out straight away. I've got my team up here in front of me, uh, it seems you asked me. And uh, 
at the minute, my bus team has Jimenez with the armband on it, but I don't know if that's going to stay or not. I think it might. I think it might. I kind of flagged this weeks and weeks ago. Part of me is kind of tempted to just throw it on Vardy because Man City defensively are a shambles as well. They weren't tested by Arsenal. Arsenal didn't show up at all. But um, you could see them just conceding Arsenal against anyone. Arsenal have a shot yeah. after the third match. I mean, Les- the Leicester game, the problem with the Leicester game is that when Leicester play a big team like that, they tend to retreat and they play really conservatively. I um, don't think Leicester will beat Man City. I'll say that right there. I'm not saying I don't think Vardy will score. I just think that... Watching how Leicester played, and I think a lot of what you're saying, I mean, how they play against the big teams, but watching how they played against United, I don't see them uh, going to the Etihad and, you know. You mean Leicester, the way Leicester played against United? Leicester, they lost to United. That's crazy. I I see Leicester almost mimicking what Man United did to Man City and just trying to hit, get Vardy in behind them with pace, like straight away. Otamendi is starting these days for Man City. Well, you know, that's a disaster. Massive. Just uh, He started in Champions League as well, and yeah. and he probably will start at the weekend. And if you're listening, to Mr. Rogers, you've heard it here from Seamus. That's how he would approach the game. Yeah. Um, it's a <laughs> risky one, but you might as well go for it. Like, but I, I, he will play conservatively. I know he will, but it's just going to be about getting the ball, winning the ball with a high press if they can, and just slipping the ball to Madison to play in a ball behind for Vardy as, as quickly as possible. Um, Brings I, me to another point this week, Seamus. Before you continue with the captain story. How lucky were, how happy were you that Madison got his assist? Oh, actually, yeah, I love that. That was that was a close contender to uh, high point. High point, but it wasn't that much of a high point. I would have <laughs> too bitter. Yeah, I, I I did want Vardy to score. Like another point would have yeah. been nice. And Vardy was very unlucky. He again had more chances as well in this game. But have yeah, seen seeing Madison's Madison taking his uh, think his clean sheet off him or his assist off him was nice. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, like Madison has a fucking massive ownership. Yeah. You know, and I want him. Than I, thought. I uh, want him. Yeah. I, uh, but getting back to who you have, you know, talking about your captains there, Vardy's in your mind. Yeah, the vice is on. <coughs> excuse me. The vice is on. Vice captain is on Sun. Um, I might give him more consideration for him. Uh, but the rest of my team, I don't really want to kind of give it to Ings. Don't really want to give it to Vardy too much. Tielemans will be coming out of this team. Um, or Mount. I'm thinking Tielemans probably is going to come out. And they're going to come out for Grealish. Yeah, but Jesus, looking at like Grealish, the, Grealish, yeah, that's crazy. That's, I was going to skip past yeah. it. <laughs> but looking at the options that are there for captains, like regardless of what's on your own team, you've got you're going to have people questioning whether the captain Sterling or KDB then. Like well, that's why I that's kind of why I got rhythms. Yeah, yeah, against Leicester, I wouldn't. No, um, you'd be more so. Vardy. I know they're at home, but yeah. well, I mean, personally, I'm with you. I have KDB, and I wouldn't be considering you know sticking the cap- captain's arm on them. I just don't know how that match will go. Yeah. I feel like City will win. So I I sold Sun two weeks ago because I looked at the fixtures and I went I'm not captaining him in any of those. And if I had, I sold Sterling for that. And I if I had KDB, I would have kept. I sold Sterling for Sun, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have sold KDB for Sun. Um, but it was just the way I did it. I got rid of KDB a few weeks before, and and then it turned out that was the wrong um choice. As I said, I don't think his rate of goals is sustainable, but maybe it's going to be like the way Traore or um. Toure was for Man City, whatever it was, seven or eight years ago. I think if KDB just keeps up his rate of uh, assists and then the odd goal, people yeah. would be more than happy, especially those who outlaid 9.5 for him. Yeah. You know, he's already... Mm. Like, but the odd goal, if he, keep, if he keeps scoring the odd goal, then he's going to finish the season with like 16 goals a season because he's already on like eight. Yeah, well, I just don't think it's that... Wait, is it eight? Is it not like six? Uh, I'd, well he scored well maybe I don't know I don't yeah. know what his actual returns is, but like he, I don't think he's going to get I don't think he's going to get 16 13. goals or anything but I'm thinking if he got like 12-13 goals and maybe 20 assists 
that's like a, a massive increase on these goals. But I'm not even yeah. expecting. Like I didn't get KDB in for assists or I'll, for goals. I got him in for KDB the, back. Uh, well, that's sooner or later. To. But I was going to wait until the fixtures turn a bit better. Um, but as I said, uh, Sterling. I've no confidence in Sterling to be getting a load of goals at the moment. I just can't put my finger on Man City. Yeah, they they have the potential to score three or four goals in a game, but some games that that would be like Rodri scoring, Gundogan scoring, mm. Jesus and Maris, and you know you're getting assists for Sterling, and you're like, like Sterling has ticked for me while I've had him. Even this week, ten points. That nice. that's good, but I mean that's his first. He's had what two double digit hauls after game week one. Yeah. Um. So in what? 15, 16 other game weeks he's only had two double digit hauls and his price is fucking 12 million man yeah and you know talking of expensive players is you know on the edge of uh, on the edge of return Kun Aguero pictures today released uh, the Man City training ground of him training again still even then I'm I'm not we're talking about this in the yeah, the context the scope of Jimenez of and Verdi, so. Captaining, and I'm not going to captain any of those guys against Leicester. No, you're but, right. but you? Uh, well, against Leicester, no. <laughs> but uh, looking at my captaincy, uh, again, I'm kind of in a sticky situation. So I'm not looking forward to this game week, I think. You know, when you just can't pinpoint a captain. Like, I'm looking at the likes of Ali. I have Rashford against uh, Watford. Now, I mean, Did you have Rashford? I got Rashford. That was my transfer last week. I got Aubameyang out, oh. and I got in Rashford. Rashford. Okay bit my tongue there that's a weird one uh, but uh, yeah so he blanked and he kind of oh I totally consider Rashford against Watford yeah well I just uh, he's up there he's in my thoughts I also think Ali has a tremendous goal scoring record against Chelsea and I'm pretty you know kind of wouldn't feel too bad like you would son Captain Ali very close to setting up Dyer for a goal this week Dyer hit the post after Ali yeah. did a lovely chip saw that and uh, that would have continued didn't realise nice that would have been an Ali assist though it would lovely pass over the top so I mean they're my captain options but look we've been kind of dilly daddling around game week 17 about as long as I want to and it's time to move this shit on Seamus you know what time it is it's drunk tank time <laughs> Tons of questions to get through this week, so thanks to everyone who sent in their questions. Uh, I'm going to start with the uh, FPL Renegades, um, who sent in a question. Uh, usually, this is Drew who's posting from this account. Um, now he's talking about his love for Christmas and the potential of hauls, the fear of rotation, and a game week every other day to consolidate the previous good week or make up for a bad week. Why are you putting so much effort into that question, James? Literally reading what he's saying. Oh, I'm just. But your 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 effort here—it's making me question your loyalty to this podcast. Yeah. Who are <laughs> to follow to continue? He's asking who are your essential players, Jer, for Christmas in each position in each position for game week nineteen to twenty-one. Okay, so you don't have to go through each game week, but in uh, we're going to skip keepers, okay? But defenders, midfielders, attackers, who are your essential players for those three game weeks? Yeah, for 19 to 21, you're saying, is it? He says 19 to 21, but I'm going to say, like, just in general. Let's look at game week 18 as well. Yeah, I mean, all in all, like, what I'm looking for, like, if I was going to say defenders, I it's a bit of a weird one. I think I'm probably maybe looking a little too far ahead, but I'm still more than happy with Trent. Do you know, I know he's kind of missing game week 19. He's got a blank this week. So that's probably the opposite of what you wanted, Seamus. But mm-hmm. in terms of my team, who I'm just happy to hold on to and like who I fancy to deliver over the festive fixtures, I'm looking at Wolves game week 20, Sheffield United game week 21. I'm thinking Liverpool are going to be buzzing. Yeah, I think with the lead they have in the Premier League now, I think there will be a lot more tighter games. And it's just, you'll see them get a goal and then maybe get a second, but a lot more shutting up shop. Uh, as the season kind of goes on now whether this will happen over Christmas or not I'm not sure 
Uh, but I'm not selling Trent, so yeah. I kind of think that's not a bad pick. Um, and if you were to offer a defender for the same, what would you? Who would you be looking at? If I'm looking at a defender, I think Aurier for Spurs is a really good option. Really attacking, very similar heat maps to Trent. Yeah, you can see how far forward he's getting. Mourinho's already come out and said, you know, he thinks he's an attacking kind of. Uh, full back wing back uh, kind of position player so um, I think you know he will definitely get a few assists and Spurs while I don't feel confident with their clean sheet potential you know they're at home to Chelsea who have lost four last five Brighton at home should be a good game Norwich away and Southampton away those are two teams that haven't been very good at home yeah so I I like Aurier in the defensive uh, position that's a great shot yeah I mean and in midfield have you any thoughts that come to mind straight away there Seamus Uh, Grealish Grailish. I'm just embracing it now. I'm just, just going to call him Grailish. Jack. This is going to be the Grailish episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we've got the name for this episode down. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Holy Grail. So depressing. Yeah, I think um, you can't look beyond them. I mean, this week he's got a great fixture against Southampton and that home game against Norwich. I mean, provided he doesn't get that 50 yellow card. Um, he I thought you said they were wiped out now. Uh, no, after game week 18. Ah, so, after, so he shouldn't be uh, suspended for this. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Is there... Your a uh, couple league games, uh, league cup games midweek, isn't that the game that uh, Liverpool are sending like a reserve squad? That's this week, it's midweek yeah, Wednesday or something. This week, yeah. See, the thing is, he could get that's yellow card on that. So, as I mean, provided he doesn't get booked and miss game week eighteen in that game. Um, Even if he did miss game week eighteen, would you be really put off with Norwich, Watford, Burnley the next week? No, no, not for those. But it's the only reason I haven't transferred him in yet yeah. because he went up la- or Mount went down last night. But I think I'm going to get rid of TLMs for him anyway. Um, so I'm going to try and wait until after that game to make sure he's not suspended and then I think uh, he's the, the obvious one Southampton at home Norwich at home Watford away Burnley away yeah, yeah. I think you? Grealish is a solid pick I'd be more inclined to lean on a man that we've already talked way too much about but KDB I think uh, he's going to be kind of essential to Man City and I know it's a bit of an easy one but like I think their fixtures are picking up they have a tough one this week alright against Leicester but then they're away to Wolves at home to Sheffield United at home to Everton and away to Villa and uh, yeah I just uh, I think KDB is going to be playing a bit more forward at least until Aguero comes back and if he can do half the damage he did against yeah, Arsenal yeah. he's, uh, he's a decent pick yeah people might be on him already but yeah I would be looking around the game with 20 fixture to get him back in well maybe. the question is essential players for the Christmas yeah. period and to me like I'm like forwards any forwards uh, ringing your bell I mean I have Rashford I like what you did there I have Rashford uh, and I think he's someone I'd like to have for the Christmas period, I mean, I'm going to, you know, look past Jamie Vardy because I said he has two tough ones. He's City this week and followed by Liverpool. There, That's, you know, I don't really fancy Captain and Vardy, neither of those. But I know with Rashford, away uh, to Watford, home to Newcastle, away to Burnley, away to Arsenal, home to Norwich in the next five. I'm pretty happy with that. I'm like, yeah, I think over the next, that's how long I plan to hold him. Put it that way. Whether he's the most, uh, you know, necessary asset over Christmas, I don't know. You? Yeah, Rashford is a guy I'm looking at to get in as well. I'm on the 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 Vag, as they say, Vardy. Um, oh, I'm on the Vidge actually. Vardy, Ings, and Jimenez, and Jiv. Yeah, uh, Jiv. Yeah. I got to come off um, Ings pretty soon, even though he's playing really, really well. Um, I'll probably I'll keep him obviously this week. I might get rid of him game week 19. If if not, then it'll be game week 21. Yeah. So, but a Rashford is the striker I've identified to to have over that period. Small bit of a worry. I said I'd watch this week to see how they played against Everton, a team that wasn't going to come at them and attack them and leave them space to counterattack. Didn't do a whole lot. No, this is exactly what we called last week, and yeah. it's one of the reasons why, to be honest with you, like getting Vardy in, it's only because I had a Bamian. A Bamian yeah. was dropping in price, 
and Vardy was going, or Rashford is who I'm talking about. <laughs> Aubameyang was dropping in price, Rashford was going up. Mm. So in my head, it's like, you know what, fuck it. I'd rather take a small punt now than be stuck with Aubameyang against City and then, you know, away to Everton than the week that Rashford's playing Everton. And I, you know, it, as you said, uh, Everton dropped deep and I am worried that Watford will do the same and Newcastle and Burnley. <laughs> but uh, I still think, you know, he's on penalties and free kicks. True. And he had like a massive... Uh, Cup, you know, some massive chances that, you know, were good saves by Pickford this week. Did I just think, um, I did. Yeah. Uh, well, like, he had a free kick that yeah. troubled him. And he had two shots, I thought. Yeah, there was like, another shot as know. well at somewhere. But again, they're from distance and you can't, like, that. this is part of the reason why I'm thinking with KDB. I'm kind of like, I'm not just going to rush to get him back in. I mean, like, the goals, he, the goal he scored against Newcastle was like, take down the chest, smash it in from distance. One of his goals was from distance. I don't know. I know he kind of had got into the right yeah. position and can kind of bend it in there. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be scoring those every week. And I just don't think Rashford's going to be sticking them in from the edge of the box every week. Same with Harry Kane. That's when he got that brace a couple of weeks ago. I was like, both of those are fucking from the edge of the box or outside the box. You're not. You're going to miss those more than you're going to score them. But it's still uh, strange that we bought a line on Rashford. So yeah. I think we'll take but I still one. think I want him over those games. I still think I'd like to take a chance on him. For the reasons you said, he's on penalties. Not so much free kicks, but yeah. the penalties. Yeah. So those would be my three. Um Let's go. What the else did he ask? Um, oh, he's also asking with the pool blanks and then tough fixtures. Do you think we can go poolless for a while or with limited coverage? How limited and until when? Um, yeah, I like he said poolless with one L. So I read it poolless. Yeah, uh, that's kind of a similar question to what uh, FPL Rossi asked. He says he's got double Liverpool defence, uh, TAA and Robbo plus Salah. Uh, he's only got one free transfer and he's thinking of getting rid of Trent and Zaha to bring in Son. So he's kind of asked us more about his team, but he's thinking about getting rid of Trent, uh, which ties in with uh, with Renegades. Do we think we should be going poolless? No, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm like, happy to put Trent and Mane on my bench. I think with Rossi, if I'm wrong, does he have maybe two Liverpool defenders? I'm not too sure there, but I think I've seen a few yeah. people where if he had Trent two, and Robbo. Tra- yeah, if I had Trent and Robbo, I'd probably would come off one, uh, just because I'd I'd rather have uh, one Liverpool defender and one attacking Liverpool player, uh, like all day long. So that would be the first thing I'd say about that. But in regards to like coming off Liverpool assets, no, I'm not too like I feel like there's enough cheap players out there, and game week 18 is nothing to write home about. That. I'm happy to kind of just ride it, take it on the chin, as we say, you know, just like fucking like a cheap hooker, uh, like a cheap hooker. take it on the chin and fucking leave Robbo and or Trent and Mane on the bench. Yeah, I'm sitting Mane and I'm benching Trent and I expect them to kind of come back in. I know when they come back, they've got that tough Lex- uh, Leicester game. I don't care. They're going for the title. You know, if, if they're like wrecked hard, they might just play really conservatively and to try and get a clean sheet. They're um, not going to be expecting massive returns against Leicester anyway. At least yeah. I wouldn't be going into that game. I'd be thinking, yeah, if they get a win and you get one return, you're happy. It's just a transfer went to happen. You know you're going to want to back. These guys are top of the league. They've like drawn one game and won all the rest of this season. You know, they're not losing games. You're going to want these players. So I'm going to like put a price on uh, a premium on uh, transfers this week season. I don't want to do that. Um yeah, uh Rossi is also asked um, you know, do we think getting rid of Trent and Zaha and to bring in Son and a 4.4 defender is good for a hit uh, he's kind of brought up his team I'll show you there uh, yeah. he's thinking of like Kelly, Rico or Target I do think uh, Rico is probably the best defender of those at the moment 
because I think they're decimated with injuries, but they showed they can keep a clean sheet. Rico's takes some set pieces. Um, I wouldn't be taking a hit for that. To me, that's the, that's yeah, the big part of that. Is like, would I take a minus four to get rid of Zaha, who scored tonight and is away to Newcastle? And we know that he's going to, you know, as as I've seen hinted around on the Twitter sphere, it's January transfer windows coming up. Zaha's going to be wanting to put himself in the shop window. If I had Zaha already, I wouldn't be getting, uh, you know, taking a hit to get rid of him. No, no. Not even for Son, who's, you know, uh, at home to Chelsea, it's like Chelsea could come out and beat Spurs. Yeah, he's you know? he's shown his team here, and he's worried that um his team is looking very light. But he's got a very solid uh, starting eleven there, and yeah, no, I wouldn't take the hit there. Um, yeah. Also has Malpe who scored again tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, just play. I mean, just play. Say, you know, Sayonchu is not going to get rested against Man City. Just play your eleven and just you know take one transfer. Uh, take out. I would say take out. Would I take out Saha? I no don't need know. for a hit with that team anyway. That's yeah, there's no need say. for a hit. Um, moving on to next question there. Look, Rossi actually might get on to you and hit you up in more detail about that because I don't want to be boring the rest of the listeners here talking about specific teams. Uh, but we'll get on to you about that and discuss it in more detail. That's a shameless guarantee. Yeah, no, I will. I'll be on Twitter all week, so we'll, we'll discuss then. So Liam, uh, who is at FPL Beer Lover, uh, has asked, what would be your ideal FPL Christmas present? Now, your FPL Christmas present, not, you know, your normal Christmas I'm a simple present. man, Seamus. I just want to stay top of the Tiger League. That's all I want. The more points I can pull away from second place in that, whoever it may be, mm. the happier I am. What about you? Top for Christmas. That's yours. Okay, that's a, that's a noble... I was top for Christmas last year, so it's more top forever. I'm going to go <laughs> for a very kind of broad overview and by... I would love like one game week, uh, a game week rank in the top half million. Love a game week rank there to really propel me up the rankings because yeah. at the the last few weeks I've been getting you know 50k 80k kind of green arrows or 100k green arrows a few of them in a row but then you get a red arrow which kind of brings you back to where you were but I haven't made any big leaps I've just been playing consistently and tipping away and knocking away eroding my my overall rank I want one that's going to get me a boom big ass green arrow so all you rank. want for Christmas Seamus is your two front yeah um, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna keep it vague like that. I just want to get nice green arrows, and hopefully by the end of Christmas period or by New Year's, be 200k in the world or top 100k. I think 100k might be. I'd have to do a lot to get a top 100k. I think it is possible, but not the way I've been playing. So, top 200k, I'd be happy. Well, yeah. If I seem to be distracted there, that's because you've had a, a surprise guest in in this week's episode. The dog has walked in, and she seems uh you know kind of. Not too keen on going back out again. So if you hear any rattles or, or barks, you'll know where that's coming from. It's not Seamus. Yeah, if you hear any snoring, then that's not your... Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question is from... I love this name. FPL Arse. At Arse FPL. If I could change my FPL handle, it would be to that. To FPL Arse? Yeah, yeah, I love it. If he wasn't an Arsenal fan, it'd be yeah. a, a bit more... But he spelled it with an E, so I love that. Mm-hmm. That's like proper Arse. If it was just FPL ARS, then no, less interested. Mm-hmm. He has asked, how many roast potatoes is too many on Christmas Day? So we're getting to the proper questions at this stage. Yeah, it's about And time. is there a limit on how many roast potatoes? How much gravy should go on? Well, for me, I like to limit the amount of roast potatoes because I will split it out amongst different kinds of potatoes. So I'll have potato gratin, roast potatoes, mashed potatoes. That's the kind of Christmas dinner I like. What about you? Uh, yeah, I need them all. I need mash, roast, croquettes. Yeah. Bit of gratin potatoes on the side to start off with, like a little starter yeah. course. Um, but I would eat as many roast potatoes as you can give me. Yeah, like fair the, like and uh, gravy, basically over absolutely everything apart from the gratin potatoes, of course, because I'm not a 
goddamn savage. Yeah, well, with gravy, in my opinion, is if the spud's good enough, then shouldn't matter how much gravy. A little yeah, bit. No, just I just, I'm a gravy fiend. Gravy you know, um, probably yeah. come from a household with good gravy. Yeah, right, good gravy. Good gravy jeans. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, new fan in uh, FPLR, sir. <laughs> we still got so many questions to go through here, so I'm gonna to to try and fly through there's, some of yeah, these. There's a bit of time. You can like you can breed. Yeah. So uh, next question is Tom Mariarty, and he is one of the dudes we met down at our meetup only a few weeks back down in Cork. Yep. Sound sound man. He's having a good season. Well, better than my season so far. Although I think the last few weeks he hasn't been happy with uh, how his scores have been. Um, but he's asking similar question to many others probably I plan to sell Trent out for a few weeks and he's looking at Target or Rico and use the funds to bolster his midfield Pulisic and Torreira out as they're his bench fodder uh, well Torreira is his bench fodder and he's thinking of moving to Grealish and Martial what are your thoughts so oh, yeah. Pulisic Torreira out Grealish, Grealish to Martial that seems like a no brainer yeah no easy easy for me I'm not too sure on how the whole Trent downgrading him to someone is going to be but yeah I mean I would not have Torreira on my team he's way too expensive even for bench fodder if you're going to have a Torreira you might as well have a fucking 4.4 to Donker and how much is Torreira I don't know but I don't think he's uh, he started at 5 I think he's out of 5 so I mean I'd still be downgrading his ass but like either way I think those moves sound good Grealish Martial I'm assuming you don't have Rashford so that covers United a bit. I'm not like entirely convinced on Man United, as we said already, or Martial, but I'm certainly not convinced on Pulisic. Now, you, Seamus, talked up Pulisic last week and kind of had a bone to pick with you on him. But, uh, you know, I think this week... Not doing it. Not the biggest chance... No, I, I, he's not doing it. I'm not, not. I'm not doing it. He's not doing it. He's not scoring the goals, man. He's blanked how many weeks in a row now. It's like, it doesn't matter really how good his stats are. You, if I was on him, like he's basically returned the same as Tielemans like in the last five or six weeks. So his biggest threat, though, if you ask me, is the fact that Hudson Odoi took minutes off him again this week. He's yeah. back from his injury knock. That's gonna play a part this Christmas. That's why sure. I want to get rid of Mount as well. Mount actually had the two best chances probably a game. I think Pulisic had one decent enough chance, but Mount had a great chance to score. Didn't obviously. Um, but I'm not on any of the Chelsea players right now. Uh, Tammy Abraham's would be the only one that would appeal to me, but there's. Other How options much more in forward would line. Tammy Abraham appeal to you over Mount? Is what I ask. That's why I'm oh, hesitant. Oh, quite a bit more. Him. Quite a bit more. Like yeah. I, I don't want Mount, but mm. I like, and he's one of the players I got to address to my team. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do instead of upgrading Ings in a few weeks, I might just downgrade him to Mousse. Yeah. Because they still have great fixtures coming up, and then just use that money then with the money I have in the bank, which is like four million in the bank, and. Go Tielemans and Mount to some like Grealish and back to KDB. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm uh, I don't like the downgrading of uh, Trent Tom, if I'm honest. But I guess you know you're probably thinking just for a few weeks. Um, I don't think he's really gone up in value. He went up in value and then he came back down. So I think he might be seven point one. He's in around what he started. Yeah, this. he's yeah. very close. So I mean, I guess you're thinking get rid of him. Uh, I like Target. I've got Gibert. I got him in weeks ago, kind of uh, targeting this game week eighteen fixture and. Yeah, then Ings has got injured, so I'm a bit worried that they might be solid defense, solid defensively. But fuck it, I'm going to start him. Target is kind of quite attacking. He's got assist potential. Yeah, uh, I'd probably go Rico though. I like their fixtures longer term. I think no, I'd, keep I'd go him. Villa far faster than I'd go anything to do with Bournemouth defensively, mm-hmm. unless you had fucking Ramsdale this week. But you I, got a double digit return. I haven't overthought it though because yeah. they're both kind of crap teams. They're down the bottom yeah. four teams I have in the Rico league, and I'd rather have Target. Yeah, uh, you know enough. that's that's the way I'd look at it. But I mean, bright, uh, Bournemouth's fixtures are kind of brightening up a little bit. Burnley, Brighton, Watford, Wat, uh, West Ham—all the next five. 
yeah, in some shape or form. <laughs> it's really from like game week 21 onwards, their fixtures start looking really good. Um, but, but yeah, what? as long as that's not for a hit, Tom, I t- say totally go for that over the next few because I think Martial is somebody that people are kind of sleeping on. Yeah, a little bit. Because they're kind of, it's all about Rashford now. But yeah. Martial, you know, again, out of position, classified as they're not that expensive. Um, next question is from Christian Arthur. He's asked, who do you think would be the go-to captain option for game week 18? So this is kind of similar to what you were asking me about my captain earlier. Uh, who do you think is going to be the most ca- most common captain? Um, a lot of premium assets, of course, facing each other. So Yeah, interesting. I think the most, like, the, the one I'd imagine would be the most captained would probably be somewhere between Vardy and Rashford. There are the two I can see, like, you know, FPL is pretty fickle uh, in its captaincies, but there isn't a whole lot of options this week. I can't I mean? see anyone going for like, like Grealish as captain. No. Um, you'll see, yeah. you have the odd ones, you'll have the odd Delhi Alleys, the Suns, but I think, of the highly owned players you're looking at, you're, I think a lot of people will still stick with Vardy. Yeah. I won't. I think, <laughs> so, I think, yeah, I think you could be right with Vardy. I don't think a whole lot of Sterling captains, you'll see more KDB captains, I think, than Sterling after what KDB did this week. Um, and he's just fair. general recent performance. I think Rashford could be the most captain yeah. player. Um, yeah, I can't see many people captaining Tammy Abraham. You could see a few people going for like the likes of Son or Harry Kane, though. Yeah, exactly. They could be highly owned. It will be interesting. I would expect to be some going for him and his, but he's just not owned enough to be expected to be the highest. Yeah, and I think Jimenez is like as you said, your your captain, your bus team already has the the C on Jimenez, so it's you know it's it's completely uh, to be expected. If I had him, he's a good shout this week. But yeah, I expect the majority of people to go with Vardy. Yeah, here's a question that was uh, DM'd into us as well. It's uh, FPL Rogue, um, really really sound guy. We've met him uh, down before in Cork as well. Pretty and savage blog worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, and uh, some good contributors in that as well, right? Um, the, the best the yeah. best of the best uh, he's got two free transfers he owns T uh, Trent and he owns Mane but feel that offloading one or both for game of 18 is a waste of transfer considering I want to get them and Salah back in whereas I have two bench fodder that I want to change with Christmas rotation in mind uh, what would you do and why and he said by the way Christmas rotation I mean that I want to definitely have playing subs and not real fodder that might only play 15-30 minutes so he's kind of saying look the likes of probably Greenwood I know he scored this week so maybe a bad example those guys who are only getting 15-20 minutes off the bench he yeah. doesn't want those players he wants players that are actually starting it's one of the reasons why I questioned you on Moussa there because I have Moussa as that third striker mm-hmm. and the fact that he only got 60 odd minutes he's got a pension for fucking coming off with a hamstring or protecting him from mm-hmm. a hamstring injury so I'm in 100% agreement with Rogue keep your Liverpool assets tighten up your rotation uh, assets and that's something I said last week kind of gave me a bit of stick on it but have you changed your mind or is this context maybe a bit more agreeable I don't think you need more than two playing players on your bench yeah but you only have three yeah but yeah I said like <laughs> you could have a complete dead third person I don't I'm with you on the dead third I person said, like, but you need two solids yeah you need two players playing but like one of those can be and probably should be a Den Donker or someone who's like going to play but not really get you I think a Hayden or something well like my that. only issue with saying is I agree with you that you can have a dead a dead third player but there's so many cheap ones right now that you can get on for like you know your Kellys, your four point trees, your Ricos. That come on, is is they're it? all defenders. I mean, well, look at the likes of Conley. Even Conley now, I don't yeah, know. We're what talking he's about rotation like. players. So if you ask me, you should be rotating your. Def- it's your defenders. Like I, at the moment, you play with as many attackers as you can. There's yeah. Good, there's goals coming. So I cheapen up. That's why a lot of teams are kind of similar. But yeah, exactly like what you said there. I think you have your three playing centre backs and you have 
two players like Kelly and Rico or like a target or someone who's 4.4 um, either way we support you rogue fucking hold on to Liverpool players and yeah. sort out your rotation uh, assets I mean if you don't think you're going to want them back fair enough but you've said here that you expect to keep them or get them back and get Salah and I'm the same I don't want to get rid of Liverpool players for only to get them back a couple of weeks later look at what's happened what I'm talking about now with KDB mm. um, I said I'd try and go off him for a few weeks I didn't think he would do too much and I was like oh, I'll probably come back to him now he's just lit it up while I've got rid of him um, but like same with Sterling I got rid of Sterling I'm like I know he's going to be playing better later in the season but let's see he does it so far he's not really appealing to me um, but yeah keep um, next question do, do, do. have we come to the end of our questions you no we have, have, we have, we have yeah. a couple more we have two more you got there oh god need a breath take a breath uh, so from FPL Crypto which is Kyle um, great YouTube channel check that shit yeah, out yeah great YouTube channel um, did he yeah he had a problem with that uh, that didn't he anyway but uh best two week punts for those wild carding in game week 20 so he's going to to be wild carding in game week 20 he's got player he can get in for two weeks doesn't matter what they're like long term just next two weeks i'm gonna shout one at you seamus and this is one i'm just happy i get a chance to 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 bullshit about i was taking a punt in the next two weeks i'll be going with dominic calverloon now there is rumors that enchilada is after becoming the manager at everton yeah which could completely change things fair enough if that is the case but on how DCL has played and how I think Everton could really go for Arsenal and at home to Burnley, if I'm taking a fucking punt, I'd go on someone that's like 5.7. Do you know? There's your fucking punt. That's a that's a decent punt. I just think there's performing forwards at the moment. I don't know if he... Are they punts though? I know, but like if he already has forwards there, I don't know if I'd take one like, like ah, some I'm Rashford out. I'm not going to fucking think it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, if I you could... think it's a good punt? No, cards, it's not bad. He yeah. has been playing well. Um, and he does seem to be a favourite of uh, Ferguson. And the talk on the radio today was that Ancelotti seems to have agreed in principle. That seems bizarre to me, but yeah. Yeah, when especially when you see the list of Ancelotti's fucking pre- previous jobs. I'm also going to throw out my second point, Shane. It's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Especially because it's like City in game week 19. Going Diego Jada. Yeah, that's a good one. I like um, he's been playing well recently. Um, got two goals there. A couple Crazy of weeks back. Crazy low ownership. 3.3%. 6.1%. I know it's not amazing. And we're going to end up talking about that later on. I feel it in my bones. Yeah. But, uh, it's the home match against City this week. Yeah. Or not this week, the following week. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What have you got? Uh, I've got three players in mind for me. One of them has been a player some of these uh, texters or messengers have said already. Martial. Listeners. 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 Yeah. The guys who, listeners who wrote messages. Yeah. One of them is Martial. I just think um, he might be overlooked. And United seems to score a lot more when he's in the team. He hasn't looked particularly great, but... Yeah. Um, he has a tendency to just pick it up out of nowhere. So I think for a punt, he could be worth it. Uh, another one I'm looking at is Timu Puki again, who's continuing to score goals. And Norwich it's seems weird to that be... he's a punt now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, he's a punt in the sense that his ownership is really high, but like I don't think too many people on the Twitter template have him at the moment. I think he could be worth it. We know he's a good finisher. Bit of a knock, though, so maybe worth seeing. Does he? He's got a, green, a, like a yellow flag. Right Did now. not know that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, another one then would be looking at Aston Villa's fixtures. I am I like those. And I like uh, a lot of people obviously going for Grealish. And if you have him, yeah, Grealish. good. Grealish. But um, if you can't quite get him, I think um, Al Ghazi. Al Ghazi for them is uh, a good option. He's constantly seems to be in dangerous attack positions. Anytime I watch him this season, he seems to be good. And maybe he's not very consistent, but uh, he could be worth the punt. Yeah, and I fear we'll hear more of El Ghazi later on in the episode. Yeah. But that should be bringing us to the end of it. we got another one, though. One final question. That's from uh, 
FPL Chieftain, uh, who has his own solo pod, and uh, listen to Arson. Always good for asking questions. He uh, basically said, how did Jura feel when uh, Alba blanked this week after you sell- selling him? Did he know I sold him? Yeah. Well, uh, I assume so. Like, uh, I don't think he did. He probably thought I still had him. Uh, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Either way, I was fucking delighted that he blanked. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rashford had already played and had blanked. So it would have really hurt if Alba had scored. But I was happy to see the two of them deliver twos because, you know, at least you don't feel too bad about my, about your transfer. Yeah, he's also throwing shade at me, so he's just throwing shade at both of us. Yeah. Uh, Starting a fucking pod yeah, war. Don't mean this to be as harsh as it sounds, but Ings, were you unlucky, Seamus, or is that his level? That is Ouch. his level. That is his level. If his level is like scoring screamers from 25 yards only to have them disallowed, then that is his level. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I was very unlucky. And uh, <laughs> that could have been... a. Uh, big return but i think i was very lucky with him the last few weeks so i mean the very fact that it's taken you four weeks to, to throw get a dig on me on ings kind of shows you how well ings has been performing chief then so yeah, yeah he was well worth the stool raising yeah uh, throwing stones and glass houses and all that i think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but Calm down, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. the uh that is the end of the drunk tank well that was a jam-packed drunk tank this week there was and we've got fucking barely any time so you're gonna bait through the next section Seamus we're gonna pay homage to some of the legends that are taking part in the FPL hangover mini league Seamus I know you like to read out 10 but will you just just do the top 5 you do the top 5 okay I'll do the top 5 starting in reverse order from 5th okay in 5th Anthony Clark Uh, in 4th David Sexton and in 3rd we have Paul Galloway and 2nd David Grant First, Luke Burgess. So it's actually the exact same top five as it was last week. And Luke Burgess scored a 63. Uh, he's on 1,096. He's nearly on 1,100. I'm not That's even nice. on 1,000 yet. I saw like I was actually counting up the difference between his points and my points, and it severely depressed me. Yeah, it's a slot. But yeah, there's uh, not been much movement there. We I do have, have got, a manager of the week, though. We do have a manager week. And I guess manager of the week has to be actually the player who's in, like, moved up off the bottom of the league this okay. uh, this week. He's now second from bottom. Uh, and that is Sergeant Major Sherlock Candy. And he scored 84 points this week. Captain Salah had Lundstrom, Pope and Van Dyke. He also had Sterling. Um, so he scored 84 points. There was an 87, but that was with a hit. So really, that's only an 83. Uh, and that was uh, Devandra Ray. Um, they're doing a bit better in the league. But yeah, they took a hit. So we got to give manager week to Sergeant Major Sherlock Candy, who's yeah. moved up the bottom. So fair play. That's a fucking prime example of keeping your chin up, chaps. But look, there's our mini league. Time for... You all know what fucking time it is. Seamus, get your balls to the wall. You get your balls to the wall, yeah. Alright, so yeah, last week I had first pick and in the hot shots, I went with Vardy. No surprise there. That's but, how we remembered who got first pick. It was like, whoever went with Vardy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a very easy way to do it. Also, I wrote first next to my name. That's so fucking change. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Uh, but he didn't quite deliver as many points as many expected. Five in the end, because his uh, goal was uh, actually an assist, because uh, it was attributed to uh, Krull punching into his own net. No, I know I'm kind of rushing you along here through all these, but do you feel that Vardy... Like, is it lessened his lack of returns this week? The fact that, that, you know, the majority of managers had him captains. Even everyone in, like, the mini leagues, they virtually had Vardy. I wasn't looking at a whole lot of... Yeah, if I thought it was a week to go differential, like if Vardy had a tougher fixture, I might try something different. But it seems like any time I do that, he does haul anyway. Mm. So, like, it's the 
easy fixtures like this one where he's playing Norwich, like, oh, he's captain material. Everyone's going to captain him. Seems when he's blanking. Not well, too. That's not even too, a blank. If he's blank, is five. That's not bad. Yeah, no, not too tough of a pill to swallow. But uh, I think everyone's expecting a little bit more than five. But yeah. you got your five from him. Who was your second pick? Uh, my second pick was Rashford, uh, two pointer. You know, I yeah, felt that pain. struggled. Um, but I still thought he was worth the risk of bringing in. Didn't do anything. Your two picks were very similar. They were. They scraped by I'm looking at it here in front of me my first pick was Mane now obviously I would have went second and third Yeah. but Mane and Abraham and uh, Mane also got an assist Mane also got an assist but he was fortunate enough to collect the extra point for the clean sheet yeah playing midfield he gets that point so he got six Abraham got two another surprising blank so uh, yeah you beat me eight points to seven so kind of lower returns this week than we were expecting big time yeah and uh, but I'll still take the W man I'll take yeah, the W you take the win Puck Fadas. Um, you also take the win on the Puck Fadas. You went with Wood. This I'm happy with. Yeah, you got first on that. You correctly called uh, Wood for Burnley, who got the winning goal and the Max Bones. So Ooh. he got nine. I went with Jesus for Man City, got an assist, did nothing else after that. And yeah, only the five for him. So they both had attacking returns, which is good to see. Uh, yours were better. Yeah, arguably your Puck Fadas were better than our fucking hot shots. But I'll take the W's and the two of them. Green sheets, though. Bring sheets and it's a clean Boom, slate. You just got fucking jerked. Yeah, you got the uh, you called Balduck. You took my I couldn't pick Balduck after last week uh, with his amazing fifteen pointer. Turned him against you, but Jonas. you took him and you turned him against me. My negative, own son. Negative reinforcements. Yeah, you got six <laughs> points for him. I went with Kelly who blanked tonight. Something I'm quite happy for. And I was just taking it. Was... Me too. He was on my bench. I didn't really want to see him get a clean sheet, so I kind of. Played what I mm. thought was going Actually, to be. let me ask you another question. I know Drunk Tank's over, but I'm going to ask you another one before we dwell, delve into this week's uh, Hot Shots and Puck Fathers. But you put up a poll this week uh, helping you decide whether or not you would bench Kelly. Did that actually make your mind up or is that where you were leaning anyway? No, that's where I was anyway. Uh, I just, it's just tough when you bring a player in. You kind of he has that novelty look. That's the thing. I was like, look, he's got a home game against Brighton. Look, these guys are keeping clean sheets. Should I... Should I just be getting him in? And yeah, in the end, I decided I was going to do it. Um, but but I wasn't going to play him. I was going to play him. And yeah, it would have been for Mount or Tielemans. They both had two nice fixtures. And I just like they had attacking potential. I was like, no, I, I could easily see me benching Tielemans and him coming out with like an 11 pointer for two assists. I'll be I straight like, with I was you. going to do it. Seamus, I don't think Brighton are a team to be hoping to you know keep at bay. Yeah. I think whatever you say about them this season, they've been attacking. Yeah. But that brings us on to this week's Hot Shots Puck Fathers. Now, you went first last week, which yeah. means I get the honour this week. And I went with the man you've so lovingly called Grealish. That's right, Mr. Jack Grealish. He's my number one pick. I thought I was being a bit tactical with it, because uh, I assumed you'd take him, but you seemed a bit disinterested when I mentioned it. So uh, I'll leave you mention uh, <laughs> your next two. Yeah, so I'm looking at I have two players here that are both on my team, uh, Jimenez and Son. Yeah. Those are two I think uh, could tear it up this week. They're going to be the two fighting for your captain's armband, James. Tell yeah. me right now. They're going to be the two. Him and his son. But they're your two solid picks. My four pick was Ali. Someone who's also in my team. I fancy Grealish and Ali to be... To be... Uh, to hopefully fucking, you know, lift us up this week. Lift our spirits up. Because I feel like it's going to be a... Otherwise, it's going to be a bit of a fucking downward... Uh, Depressing game week 19, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see if we can do better than we did last week on that because they didn't quite come off last week. Puck father wise, I get first pick, and uh, my pick is a player we mentioned earlier, and that's uh, El Ghazi. So when I was talking about uh, Cahal's uh, El Crypto or FPL Cryptos, El Crypto, uh, <laughs> El Crypto, I should call him that. Uh, when we're talking about 
you know who's a good two game week punk punk <laughs> punt your brain's punt, punk. broken man. yeah brain's broken <laughs> uh i think el Ghazi is a uh, could be a good option if you didn't want to go grealish or just we're just short of funds or grealish as you say yeah. but uh yeah and also with me someone you've heard me mention time and time again on the puck fathers he delivers he has delivered for me i think more often than not Unless he's in my team, which was the start of the season, he didn't deliver shit. That's Diego Jada, uh, much similar to Seamus. I think the city match is going to be a tough one. I think I also mentioned it with my punts for uh, for Cahill. I think we got in early yeah. with our with our puck fathers. But uh, yeah, I'm going Jada. This again. is your like third time picking him in five. So hey, I'm I really rules. hope he blanks. No consecutive picks. It's within the rules, Seamus. Suck it. But that brings us to our Breen sheets, Gary Breen sheets. Yeah, you first pick. I first pick, and I've gone for Kelly. Um, basically he's going to be in my transfer this week as I mentioned already whenever you transfer someone in there's a bit of a novelty sheen to him and yeah I want to root for him a bit more than I usually would and he's my brain sheet this week yeah I got him in last week and I'll be starting him this week away to Newcastle I yeah, mean, how potent are Newcastle up front? And that's where my uh, green sheet is coming from. I picked Willems yeah. for Newcastle. So last time we picked uh, teams against each other, we, we both got a nil-nil. Yeah, and it involved Newcastle as well. Newcastle are a team you want involved in a nil-nil, and so are Crystal Palace. They're just yeah. not scoring enough goals this season. So, yeah, those would be this week's Pogfathers. But look, the cat is out of bed, and I think we'll leave it there, folks. I would like to thank you all for joining in in this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can get us on FPL Hangover. That's on Twitter. You can also reach us on FPLHangover at gmail.com. Seamus, where are you floating about? I can be found mostly on Twitter at FPL Drunk. We must get you on Instagram, Seamus. Get you, get you all. I don't understand the uh, the Instagram thing for FPL. It's where everything is now. It's the new Facebook. No one's on Facebook anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, we... God damn it, actually, I haven't updated our Facebook page in about, God, in about three or four game weeks. We better get on that shit, and we're going to leave it there, folks. Thank you all for joining in. I hope you enjoyed the Liverpool blank that is Game Week 18. And may be green. God bless!